Welcome, everybody, to the Robert John and the Rec podcast. We are a five-piece rock and roll band from Orange County, California, the travels world, eating local foods, drinking local drinks, melting faces. I'm Steve. I'm Warren. I'm Andrew. I'm Henry. And I'm Robert. And this is episode number 112, the last podcast of 2021. Welcome, wow. everybody. We made it. We made it. Crazy. That's quite the Almost same. There. Last podcast of 2021. Well, I mean, at least 2022. For us. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be some other people podcasting, but not on our channel. Maybe. I don't know. Unless you guys get a wild hair or something. But that's cool. What a year it has been. Yeah, man. Well, and uh, we all just um, had our own versions of Christmas, and uh, we all didn't do the same exact thing this weekend for once, um, <laughs> which is exciting. So, Steve, how was your weekend? How was Christmas? It was good. It was good. I, I sang, in, uh, sang in church on Friday, um, the church that I grew up in uh here in in northern california it was nice it was it was good to go and give back a little bit and christmas was uh it was cool it was it was a little different this year um definitely a lot more slower paced and focused on the the grandbabies um my niece and nephew were both here and uh and it was it was fun to to spend time with them but i i kind of feel i i now i understand how my grandparents and aunts and uncles like viewed Christmas when I was growing up. Like it's a totally different thing. Cause it's all, all the attentions on the kids, which it should be. Um, and they're cute as, as all get up. So um, yeah, it was really fun. My, my niece threw up on me for the first and second time um, this weekend, which, which uh, I felt like was a, a uh, Ooh. <laughs> very, very nice uh, welcome to being an uncle. And uh, yeah, it was fun just getting to hang with, with family. And I didn't even drink this Christmas. I didn't have one sip of alcohol. I, I ended up being in bed before 7 p.m., which was pretty nuts. Um, <laughs> and slept for like 14 hours. Which Are you crazy. Steve? And That's crazy. I don't know anymore. Are man. you Steve? I don't know. It's been so nuts. It's just such, such a different vibe up here. I don't uh, think I can every, do this this week, guys. Pretty <laughs> closed down. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was good and uh, very, uh, very chill, chill weekend spent with family. It was really nice. War, what about you? How was your Christmas? It was good. Last week I wasn't on the podcast because I was in Arizona and I got to visit uh, my soon-to-be mother-in-law and sister-in-law. So and. Uh, and <clears throat> Erica's sister has four nieces and three nieces and one nephew. So four nieces and four nieces and nephews out there. Um, we got to see that whole family. And then I came back and I spent the rest of it with my family. And uh, my sister has three boys. So between all of the family, we I have seven nieces and nephews. And I was able to see all of them for Christmas this year, which is pretty cool. And uh, like Steve said, I think when you get older, uh, the holidays are nice because they're relaxing and you can spend time with family. But when you're around little kids who are really, really into the magic and the spirit of Christmas, it really makes everything better. And uh, and oh, I figured out my next job is going to be I'm going to do 
magic for kids between the ages of three and six because I was doing magic tricks this weekend that were very, very low grade and they were blowing minds um, because <laughs> it, was, it was just amazing. I was doing it for both sides in Arizona and back in the States. And uh, I'm a horrible magician, but when kids are that young, uh, they don't really follow your hands that quickly. So you can do things where you're hiding things in your back pocket and stuff. And I was the magician for the weekend. So that was really fun. Um, and then it was just a mellow Christmas and it was nice to see the family and relax a little bit. And now I'm geared up ready for 2022. What about you, Andrew? How was your holiday? It's been good. This is my first Christmas away from home in a really long time. I'm in uh, Sacramento with Amanda's family. So hello from Sacramento. I did a bunch of stuff this week. I can't even remember it all, but um, I went to a, the Christmas was good. We did like Christmas Eve with one side of Amanda's family. That was really fun. She has tons of aunts and uncles and just like giant branches of family all around the country. So it's like Robert's family where there's just a million, you know, nieces and nephews, cousins and aunts and uncles. And it's really hard to keep track of them all. So uh, that was really fun. Then we did Christmas Day in SAC and got to hang out with her two niece and nephew they're like closing it on two and i think four or five so they were a lot of fun to play with we got them like a ball pit thing which was approved by their parents and they were like you know playing with that both days so we climbed in the ball pit with the kids and had some fun is that like uh, a ball pit like from mcdonald's ball pits yeah yeah so like You guys know those, like, um, they they have these, like, tent sort of things that, like, you know, Mm -hmm. spring up, and they're little Mm playpens. So it's just that with some McDonald's-style balls. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That was great. Sounds fun for adults, Uh, too, because, like, adults, at a certain point, you you weren't allowed to play in them anymore. (laughs) Yeah, they were really fun. They just look at Um, you. It's more more frowned upon, Bobby. It's not really legal. (laughs) I'm pretty sure (laughs) legal. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, and then I saw my friend Sam Wright, who uh, is like a really nice. great guitar player. He's a friend of the band, and uh, I haven't seen him in a little while. We went to a basketball game up here and saw the Sacramento Kings get their asses kicked. So that nice. was pretty nice. fun. Um, I've never been to a professional basketball game before. It was kind of crazy. Like you get up in the really high seats, and because it's a newer stadium, they're very tilted. So it almost looks like you could like see the whole court and everything's lit really well, but it almost looks like if you trip, you're just going to tumble down <laughs> across like 10 people. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was fun. They were like free tickets too. So it wasn't like, Oh, we have to catch the whole game and everyone's super into basketball. It was really, you know, go to a bar, catch the end of the game basically. And then we went out and did some other stuff over there. So that was fun. And then, Last night, I crashed one of Amanda's old friends' crafting night, so it was <laughs> an all-girls night, and I was like, I need a break from uh, going out and doing stuff every night, so we made Christmas trees out of cardboard and yarn. Her friend is a preschool teacher, so she brought her preschool crafts to, you know, like a fun GNO, and so I just hung out there and met some of her old, like, middle school and high school friends, and that was fun. They were all really cool. Nice. So, yeah, 
nice relaxing holiday with a bunch of different groups of people that aren't uh, the people I usually see. But we come home tomorrow, and then I'll be ready to get back into it. So, Henry, how was your Christmas holiday? It was great. Um, I went over to the legendary domain of Aunt Trish and Uncle Eric, which is right here in scenic Huntington Beach, California, right down the street from me. Hell yeah. Um, crashed on their couch on Christmas Eve and Christmas night and um, just had kind of a limited sort of family gathering. There's a couple people that were sick, so decided to stay home uh, for the holidays, which was obviously appreciated by everybody. Um, and uh, yeah, everybody else, you know, just kind of had a limited gathering of Schnakeluths and um, got to see uh, my cousin Morgan, who was at our show in uh, Plano and her kids again, and also had some magnificent cuisine crafted by the expert hands and cooking skills of Aunt Trish. Had some of the best gravy I've ever had in my entire life with her <laughs> epic mashed potatoes, and I still have leftovers of it, which is great. Shout out to Aunt Trish for always providing excellent cuisine, and um, got to hang out with my brother Nate and my dad, um, and you know, a couple cousins and uncles and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, it was just, just cool to see some of the peeps again and just get to like chill, you know, and, and enjoy that again. And, um, super mellow kind of ideal situation basically. And then, um, the rest of this weekend have just kind of been doing rehearsals with a couple different people. I got a new year's Eve gig with my buddy, Eric Roebuck playing guitar for him. Um, and, so we just kind of went over some tunes. Uh, I believe that was Sunday to kind of get ready for that. Um, and that's pretty much it. Just kind of been sort of chilling and playing guitar and stuff and uh, got to see family. And that's about all I can think of <laughs> at the moment. How about you, Robert? Um, yeah, I didn't do barely as much as what Andrew has done. Um, I think, uh, you know, just getting stuff done around the house before Christmas. And then, um, Christmas for my family is pretty much like a 12 hour event. Uh, I get there bright and early and I am in charge of breakfast and what happens for the brunch breakfast thing, which takes a couple days to kind of put together and see who's bringing what and all that stuff, which is fun for me to do. And then, uh, you know, uh, family comes over, we have a good time. Uh, open some gifts and then uh, it's also my mom's birthday on Christmas so Christmas day has always been kind of her day in in my eyes um, because it's also her birthday so we ended up actually going to a Chinese restaurant for Christmas dinner which for some reason Chinese food and like Christmas weirdly go together Uh, at least for me I don't know why it's not really a common thing but um, yeah we we did that and um, yeah we you know just basically a long 12 hour day of being around family, but uh, it was great. Um, I, for some reason, Christmas always just makes me happy to be around family and enjoy one another. Um, so it was great, you know, and, um, <laughs> that's, that was my Christmas. I guess up like Santa sometimes, you know? Yeah. I saw you and Rachel's, uh, Santa and Mrs. Claus. Yeah. It's that been a cute. thing for the past few years where I dress up like Santa and pass out gifts and, uh, after the first year I did it, uh, I just used this weird Jewish accent and run around like a crazy person. And uh, apparently it's what I do now. So it's uh, 
really it'd be like a really funny a SNL skit. Just Jewish Santa. <laughs> like he's Santa, but he's constantly just saying a bunch of Jewish phrases all the time. Yeah. And uh, especially when you're when you're hungover um on Christmas morning because you you went to your sister's house and it was just your sister uh and you wake up hungover. It's uh, a lot harder to do all those things. And uh <laughs> but I got to tell my mom and blame it on my sister that I was hungover, so that was that went really well. Um yeah, it was great. Had a great day. And nice. uh, yeah. And and uh I think we're gonna, gonna go into a little topic right now and thank you to Chris McLaurin because I think his question was was a uh, what were y'all favorite toys as a kid? I don't know where Chris is from, but I read it like he's from Texas or something. Um and um I guess I'll start because I remember it, I'm hands down the best Christmas gift I got, uh, and I think I was probably in sixth grade, um, was an N64. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if anyone's seen, like, one of those memes of the little kid that opens up an N64 and just screams, like, and doesn't know what to do. And, like, that was me. <laughs> I remember sitting there and opening up, and I ran around the house, like, eight times because I was so excited. Because <laughs> um, I never that was, that was my first, like, my first console. You know, like I had my brother's old Nintendo. That was my brother's old Nintendo, you know, so. And I never got the Sega, the Sega, whatever they were, or anything in between those two. So um, when I was growing up, I got that N64 with Mario Kart. And it was, it's still to this day, um, one of the best days of my life. Um, <laughs> as my as my life grows, that, that keeps going down the list uh, and farther away. But it's definitely still on the list. Um, just because I remember to this day how happy I was uh, when I got that thing. So that was my favorite toy as a kid, which I guess was just one time, but uh, it still rang true. What about you, Steve? Uh, I've got, I've got, I've got two. Um, one of them. So I've, I'm, I'm a big fan of Jurassic Park, um, and I've always loved dinosaurs ever since I was a kid. And uh, I, I remember getting this T Rex that was like. It's a good like two feet long, and it's it's so rad. I've I've actually I've still got it here. It's in my in my bedroom, uh, <laughs> but it's it's so rad, and it it's uh it was one of the ones that shit. It, I think it was I must have been like eleven or twelve. It was after the Lost World came out, the second Jurassic Park movie, and it was the one that you can actually have the T Rex eat the people characters that like action figures. And so you could like make it eat it. And then you can pull it out through its belly and stuff. And it had like all these like crunching noises and roars and stuff. If you pressed on its back and that thing was just the coolest toy. I used to set up uh, in the, my parents have a big backyard. And so I'd like go and like dig a trench and then like fill it with water and have all my Jurassic park toys out there and I, I think when I when I was like eight or nine, I made a movie with uh, the VHS cam, and it's like I'm acting all the different people out and stuff, and transform the whole living room into into Jurassic Park. And, uh, yeah, that was really cool. Oh, we've seen the home movies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Steve, you don't know it's on Jurassic Park. Called it Steve is the biggest Park, Jurassic Park so fan in the world. Infringe on copyrights. 
<laughs> He's very aware of that uh, as a child. <laughs> and then uh, the other one, I, I remember getting this like, Casio keyboard uh, when I was probably like 11 or, yeah, probably 11 or 12. And it was like one of the old ones, like not the, the crazy nice model, but you could actually record things into it. It had like this built-in, uh, it wasn't a sequencer, but uh, you could go through and record like eight tracks or something on there. So I would make all of these little songs and stuff. And that was just a blast. I spent hours and hours and hours doing that. Not really. Uh, I was young, but it was it was uh, it was kind of my first foyer into recording, and and uh, I just remember staying up super late at night and on headphones and sitting there, and my parents would be like, "We can hear you tapping on the keyboard." <laughs> <laughs> and I'd just be like making all these little songs and stuff and, and try to figure out how to record them onto CD and and everything. But if you turned it off, it wouldn't save anything. So you had to like do it right there and then run and get the, the tape machine or whatever and record it. And that was really fun. What about you, Work? Um, my, well, I got to agree with Robert. When, when I got an N64, that was like the best day ever. And I actually, when I was a kid, I was running around my house and I, I looked into the wrong closet and I saw the N64 and like my parents knew that I saw it and they, they told me they're like, We're, we have to give it back. Like you can't have it. And I remember being so distraught. So when I opened it on Christmas, I was like extra jazzed because I kind of knew I was going to get one because I already saw it, but I thought that it was going away. And yeah, that was funny. Um, and Goldeneye, man, spend hours yep. on that thing. But I remember when I was a kid, there was this toy and I, I looked it up. It was called the Power Spark Welder toy or something. And it was this car and you could, it was made out of plastic and you had this mini little welding gun and you could weld different parts onto your car and then you would crash it into the wall and it would explode and everything would come off. And then you'd weld what? it all back together with this little this little gun. And I remember thinking, I, I remember now looking back on it and smelling like the smell of whatever the welding gun was and being like that, it was probably horrible for you. They probably discontinued that toy <laughs> in two seconds. But I remember having that thing and like, it like left such a big impression on me. I don't remember playing with it maybe more than like one year, but I remember always as a kid being like, whatever happened to that welding toy thing that I got, I'll, I'll put, I'll post the commercial in the, in the thread. Cause I found it on a, I found it on YouTube, but uh, that was a really random one, and I haven't thought about it in a long time. So that's mine. What about you, Andrew? So I'm trying to find images of it. I just uh, posted a link in the description because it's a, uh, it's pretty ridiculous. I'm gonna try to post one more really quick. Let me see if I can get this done. Um, it was called the Ultimator, and it was this like giant foam gun thing uh crap man i could see it here it's so crazy let me just see if i can copy the address sorry everyone at home research randy is on christmas break <laughs> well deserved did that work can you guys see it in the chat there there it is okay cool so you should be able to see it on facebook now it was this pump gun it's called the ultimator it was like this air pump gun that you had to like pump it up <laughs> and they had these like giant missiles on it that were made out of foam and they had to have like a soft foam tip but uh they like hurt a lot 
And I remember <laughs> us like just shooting. Me and my brother both got one. <laughs> and my dad was like really notorious for like buying us dangerous, stupid gifts like that. And uh, so like they were like the missiles were like this big, and you would like pump it up, and they were like you know for safety only pump it up three times and five times if you want a like really bad one. And we would just sit there for like, you know, I don't know, 10 minutes pumping this thing up and shooting it at each other. And it would like leave welts and stuff like that. It was really bad. <laughs> it was like one step below a BB gun with these like uh, huge missiles. And uh, I remember getting, I don't know why I think this is like, I just think it's funny now, but I remember getting shot in the stomach as a kid and then, like, starting to cry in the middle of our street. And, uh, God, we just, like, played with those things for hours, just, like, shooting them at each other. And they, like, went far and they hurt so bad. There's, like, a YouTube video I just posted in the description, too, if you can get to the YouTube video. And, uh, like, to see these things in action. It's called the Ultimator. Apparently, they were made by Mattel, and they were just, like... I think they they didn't have them next year because too many people got hurt. <laughs> uh, but that was that was my favorite toy. I think I also got a drum set for Christmas. My first drum set. I don't ever think about that though. I remember like getting a drum set for Christmas and having to put it together. And my friends got like a guitar and a bass for Christmas, so they like came over and you know we like started our first like jam stuff after that but that's not a toy henry what's your favorite toy growing up you got for christmas so so there is a uh there's an infamous story actually around this that's legendary in the snakeluth family and uh, it happened probably probably when i was like three or four years old um and toy story was like the big movie for the for the kids i was all about buzz lightyear and so i got surprised with like a the like it was like the, you know, Buzz Lightyear, like action figure that has like, you know, makes like, no, you know, says like his catchphrases and things like that. And probably did like cool. I don't know if he did anything cool, but I feel like he did. like his, Did his, get, his wings popped open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. It was something like that. And, and yeah, I got that one. And my older brother, Nate, he's two years older than me, was pissed. He was so pissed. <laughs> and he wanted the Buzz Lightyear toy too. And I got it. <laughs> And so the whole, the whole like Christmas, I guess he was trying to get it from me. He kept trying to like, you know, cause he's like bigger than me and he was trying to like get it for me. And like, um, the crescendo of this, it's, it's, it's famous is he goes, I'm going to get that Buzz Lightyear if it's the last thing I do. <laughs> like screaming it at me. It's like, he wanted it so bad. And like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let him play with it either. And it was like, <laughs> it was like this whole thing. So that's like. That's like pretty famous. I remember getting that too, and just being like, "Oh my god!" It was like all about Buzz Lightyear. Like, love Buzz Lightyear. Um, and then obviously my first electric guitar, which you know maybe some might say it's not a toy, but the one I got definitely looked like a toy. It had like a <laughs> flame finish on it. It was like fire, like on the guitar, and like bright red, and like uh, I think I got it when I was probably like eleven. Um, but I didn't really learn how to play it until a couple years later after that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that, it just, it was just, and then I got a, I got the, the famous, uh, the line six spider two combo amp as well. Yeah. Channel and all the crazy, you know, crazy. Metal mode, bro. Yeah. Insane, insane <laughs> channel. 
yeah, that was a that was a pretty awesome Christmas gift to get uh, at that point. Um, and then yeah, it would, it would only be a couple years later that I'd actually start learning how to play it. Uh, good times, good times, absolutely. The best. Love it. And uh, with that being said, I'd like to talk about another thing of historical significance today. Today is uh, December 28th, 2021, and uh, it also commemorates a pretty significant birthday in the rock and roll world. Um, Today, Mr. Edgar Winter is celebrating his 75th birthday. He's a legendary keyboardist, songwriter, slash multi-instrumentalist, if you don't know, Um, and also famously the brother of one of my influences, the uh, the late Johnny Winter, late great Johnny Winter, and um, figure we might as well jam out to some of that stuff. So I have a song you probably have heard before, but it's just so good. I heard it again today for the first time in probably years, and was like, man, this is just everybody knows this song, but it's just so good. And I think you probably already know what song it is, but I'm gonna play it anyways. So uh, here is Frankenstein by the Edgar Winter Group, 1972.
Damn. Yeah. Epic. I feel like that song is so nostalgic. Like, I feel like I knew every part that was coming. And I, I haven't listened to that song in a long time or heard it, but <laughs> I listened to it it's so, just so many good. times. It's just like so good. It's so good, though. Growing up, that, like, you, like, know every part that's going to happen. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. It's so tasty. It's just, like, everything is just, like, ah. shreddy, tasty. Troy. Great melodies. Drum solos. Super memorable. Solos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> super memorable. Hand super epically and like you can like hear it going back and forth and side to side and yeah the the riff the the riff in the beginning is just like it's like almost more than a riff because it's so melodic like robert says like you, you don't hear that song for for five years and you listen to it, you're like oh i know every single part of this song it's amazing and that's like a, a crazy conformulated song yeah. it's like let's throw this here and then this here and this here and this right yeah and that- and I saw the guy in the comments, Ron, it was on a quad four channel. Like, I can't imagine what a song like that would be like on quad quadraphonic yeah. <laughs> stereo. Like, oh my God, dude, it'd be insane. I've heard, I've heard a few records in like on a surround sound setup that are mixed for quad. And it's like, you hear stuff behind you and like stuff that you didn't even hear in the song before. And it's just like insane. Like it's a little, little fun thing they used to have in the seventies was the quadraphonic records that are just like, I've never had the experience of getting to actually check it out in that setup, but I can't imagine what must have been like to hear a song like that. Just everything <laughs> crisscrossing around. Yeah. And stuff. When I went to uh, the LA recording school back a million years ago, uh, they had this, uh, this surround sound suite. Yeah. That we could go through and, and actually mix, you know, all these multi-tracks and stuff in surround sound. It was just insane, man. Like, you just you know twist twist the knob on the it was a Neve console they had in there and, mm-hmm. and it was just like woo like flying mm-hmm. around feel like you're in space in the middle yeah. of the song and it's really really pretty cool man. So but happy if you don't birthday. have like a setup for it, you know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, happy birthday, happy birthday to Edgar Winter, the legend himself, still kicking at seventy five today. Wow. Epic. Epic, epic. So cool. And if you want to hear these songs all and right. many more, we have a Spotify playlist where you can find all this stuff. It is called Henry's History Lesson. And it pretty That's much gets good. updated every week. And uh, there's all kinds of good stuff in there that you may have heard before. Maybe you revisited an old favorite. Maybe you hear something new. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> from my heart to yours, special present to you listeners out there it's a it's a personally curated by yours truly and uh every song is near and dear to my heart in a special way and with that being said we are excited for 2022 we have a ton of stuff coming up um we have announced our european tour we're doing 65 dates getting back to places we haven't been like spain and then getting back to places that were just that like the uk all of that stuff is on our website, www.robertjohninthereck.com. <clears throat> Locally in January, we we're playing at the Mint in Los Angeles. And yeah. then we we're playing at Winston's in Ocean Beach. So we're getting to the LA area and the San Diego area. So if you are local, come out to those shows. We also have other fun local things that we will, will be announcing later. Um and uh, yeah, we're doing a, a handful of Southern California dates before we leave for that European tour. 
And we are also excited to get back on the Joe Bonamassa Blues Cruise next month. So all of our tour information is at our website. You can go find that and get tickets to your favorite local show or if you're across the seas or wherever the hell you are. Just go get a ticket. Come out, see us. Tell us that you (laughs) saw the podcast and you enjoyed it. And uh, and then we got a lot of other surprise things that we'll announce throughout the year. So we have a very busy 2022 and we appreciate you guys staying in touch with us. So continue to engage on the social medias and like, share, comment, subscribe. And we will see you as soon as we can. Yeah. Yeah. Happy New Thank Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Stick out there. Enjoy it. Get wrecked. Get wrecked. See you, see you next week in the new yes. year.